podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. And I'm producer Henry J. Thanks so much for joining us on episode number 118, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. Going strong since 1939, join us as we celebrate 80 years in business. From Visa credit cards to checking accounts, Milltown Credit Union is your one stop for all your financial needs. Visit us at milltowncu.org or stop by at 3102 Broadway here in Everett. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to share some events from the weekly goodness, and then we're going to talk about our lives in Everett. And then Henry and I are going to play around a trivia because Garrett came up with some questions. And um, glad to have that trivia back. Thanks, Garrett. Yeah, I got some heavy hitters for you, Henry. Good game. Wow, already? <laughs> Tyler's already preparing. All right, that's fine. Let's see what happens. Okay, let's jump in. All right, guys, let's talk about our lives in Everett. I don't know what you guys want to talk about, but I want to talk about the earthquake. Yeah, that happened in Everett. (laughs) It sure did. So amongst other places. Yeah. So Friday morning, um, I wake up, I've got leadership Snohomish County that I'm heading off to and I'm like shaking off the cobwebs, checking my phone and then see all this stuff on so social you never media woke up. no did you guys did it wake you up oh yeah oh i totally woke up <laughs> I, I woke up in a big way and i will tell you the story about it <laughs> okay well i want to hear it okay so i was asleep and i was like dead asleep right it's that time of night where it's just slumberland and all of a sudden i hear a noise that sounds like i, I swear to god it was a truck that ran into the front of the house hmm. and so i jumped up out of bed like it was christmas morning and it was like crazy, like how, and I immediately knew what it was. I knew that it was an earthquake. I heard like this loud bang and I woke up and I woke up the way that my father would wake up when I would like scare him awake <laughs> or something. And so I get up out of bed and I just go, holy <laughs> like super loud. And I immediately, I, I told Laura this and she laughed at me. I immediately put on a shirt and stood in the doorway and Laura said, why didn't you put on pants? And I was like, cause I don't want people to see what's going on up here like i'm fine with what's down there but like up here is not good so i like i just i was getting dressed in the in the doorway sierra sends me a text she's like what was that i'm like earthquake uh, get to shelter or whatever because i thought it was a foreshock and i thought the big one for the was big coming. One. yeah so i got fully dressed and i filled up my water bottle my 16 ounce water bottle and i was like well this is all the water i'm gonna have for the next god knows how long and um uh, Yep, this is this is it. And then I stayed up for like an hour and a half. And you posted on your social media. I saw that. You I took did. Care of that. I was very surprised at how there's a lot of internet tough guys out there who were like, yeah, the, it was it was nothing. Like, it was, which made me laugh really hard because <laughs> um, I know that they were scared. I know. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, yeah. We got a got a lot of a lot of likes. Yeah, I woke up Friday morning to just people posting about it, and I was like. I totally slept through it. That's crazy to me because it was loud. Like it was audibly loud. If you know me, the only thing that wakes me up is my alarm clock. Like almost you could be vacuuming in the bedroom while I'm sleeping and I'm going to sleep through it. Do you, do you have, do you use your phone for an alarm clock? mm -hmm. It's not not even that loud. It's just like the sound of birds chirping that like fades into a slightly louder volume, but my brain is just like used to it. But, 
I sleep through almost anything. You could pee on my face while I'm sleeping, and I would probably sleep through it, to be honest. Don't get any Noted. ideas. <laughs> what happened to this podcast? Garrett, what, <laughs> what were you up to? Uh, yeah, I jumped straight out of bed, and uh, but no one else woke up. And so then I started to question myself. I was like, did that really just happen? It's like, am I, was I like dreaming? And I, and like, yeah, I'm just like walking around the house. Like, well, I guess everything's chill now. And so I just went back to bed, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, I do need to get my emergency preparedness button gear. Uh, Linda from our team, she actually brought up a good idea. We could have someone on the podcast sometime soon, maybe to talk more about that. Cause you know, all the smart people out there say that it's just a matter of time before the big one hits. So totally I feel like this is a good reminder. My to wife, get ready. Laura said that she woke up, but she said that she was, she has nightmares of the big one happening so often that she thought that she just woke up from a nightmare about an earthquake Yeah, and, oh, wow. and didn't think that it was an actual earthquake because she's really worried about the big one. And I guess I am too. We all should be to some degree. Do you guys have any emergency preparedness? No stuff. <laughs> I've got like, we, we got like an extra case of water that we put in our basement is like, as far as we've got, you so don't have far. a go bag from McLean. Not yet. <laughs> we go chest. <laughs> we, I, I literally have that chest from that video <laughs> in my house. Uh, but none of the essentials that were in it. <laughs> I got a, um, like a year and a half ago I, at Costco, I got like one of those emergency preparedness meal oh, buckets. Yep. yep. That's what we need to get. A life straw, a little bit of cash and a safe, a handgun just in case, you know, I can't, can't tell if you're being serious. <laughs> well, that's for me to know. You are, you are and being serious. You. I know this. Not to, not to know. <laughs> well, you never know. I have it. I may, I may have a, I may or may not have a handgun, but I mostly have it in a place that I can grab it is the earth swallows me whole and I get sucked in down and have to fight off the mole people. Nice. So that's really what I have it for. You know, I played enough survival video games that I think I'll be okay for at least eight hours after a disaster. And then I'll just, I don't know, off myself or somebody will kill me and take all the loot that I have on my body. I don't know. Anyway, so the earthquake was crazy. Uh, It was, and it has all of us thinking about the big one. Yeah, Yeah. I actually had just been talking to McLean Insurance about getting earthquake insurance the other week. We've been, like, looking over the different quote options and stuff. Too late now. Now it's skyrocketing. (laughs) It's double the price. I should check. Are are these prices still the same? (laughs) Uh, But now I'm, like, really thinking. I'm like, okay, yeah, we probably got to pull the trigger on this. Yeah. We we have earthquake insurance through McLean, and um, it's good. You know, like, the thing about earthquake insurance is... Apparently your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover earthquakes, which is weird to me or any natural disaster. Yeah. When we were first getting our homeowner's insurance and stuff, the guy told my wife to just, if there's an earthquake to just hope that the house burnt down. Yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people. Wow. It's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Does renter's insurance cover, uh, I don't, I don't know. You got to check with your insurance person. I'm not. I yeah, can't give, we shouldn't give insurance advice on here for liability reasons, but <laughs> because I don't, I don't own, I rent. So yeah. who, who knows what my renter's insurance may cover? Yeah. I mean, that would probably mostly be like your personal items. Mm-hmm. And then if you had to be put up in a hotel, it'd probably be more the homeowner. I would think who would carry a policy, but yeah, I don't the know. Structure crumbles. Yeah. So my homeowner's insurance is like 700 bucks a year. So it's not 
cheap, but it's not crazy expensive either. It might be more like six seventy five a year if I remember correctly, but I I think that I have a ten percent deductible. So like whatever the cost is to rebuild my home, I have to come up with ten percent of that. And then if you have a twenty percent deductible, it's cheaper. A five percent deductible, it's more expensive. Yeah, that, that's what we're looking at right now because the deductible can range anywhere from like as low as two point five percent all the way up to I think twenty five percent is the highest. And then yeah, the annual premium price kind of divvies from there. Yeah, so it's yeah we're kind of looking at that spectrum trying trying to figure that out. But but we got to do it and just just getting ready in general. And so yeah, I think we should have have a pro. A preparedness pro come on the podcast soon and get us totally. all schooled on like somebody from the Snohomish County emergency response team. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. So. Well, speaking of buildings crumbling to the earth or possibly, uh, <laughs> they bulldozed the Judd and black building. I know that was, sad. Uh, yeah, made me really sad. Drove past it the other day on my way to, to Wenatchee. Um, and I was like, wow, it's gone. That's cool. Apparently that building, I just read a Facebook comment, so God knows if it's true or not, but that building predated Everett. Hmm. That was a thing that I read. It was probably built right around the time that the city was founded for yeah. sure. Yeah. What was that building? Was it around like 1891 or 92 or something, something? like that? The yeah, Swalwell right. building that we went to where Bucks is, Bucks is yeah. where, which you can watch on live in Everett TV. I got a meatloaf. Um, that was built in 1899. So that building also predates the city of Everett. Yeah, I think 1893 was whenever. Well, I don't know anything about the city. (laughs) This is 1889. I don't know. I think a lot of the early buildings were like closer to the water in general. So like over there, it was like people being closer to the river, like on the east end of Hewitt. And then you had all the the homesteaders and development on, on the west side, closer to the bay. I do love that riverside area like where the McCabe's building I don't know what it is now I think it's an insurance first American insurance or something but it was McCabe's and the Bramble home store and the co-op and all of that stuff oh yeah, yeah. it's an interesting zone over there super cool over there I love drive, driving around there is really fun yeah um, just like exploring like where all these little gravel roads go to and then like turning around it's a good time totally yeah there's still little areas of Everett that I've been like meaning to do that just these little sections that you know, like one, for example, is they built that new, what is it? A UPS, uh, distribution center, like over in that business park and like that whole business park area over in the, uh, I don't know if it's Riverside or Delta, but it's like, I've never even really been oh, over there. I don't yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I know well, there's all these little zones. The like one that, that the port owns over there. Yeah, it is. I've never been down there, but it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I was driving, I drove past it on Sunday and I thought, I should turn down this street and go look at what's in this business park. I found a whole neighborhood yesterday that I had no idea existed because I was at uh, Jersey Mike's, which by the way, Red Rock, you need to stay open later than 4 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> I was jonesing for a turkey melt. They were closed. <laughs> I was really sad. So you had to go to Jersey Mike's. So I had to go to Jersey Mike's, which is okay, I guess. But, um, you know, they're in the QFC, like on 40, past 41st. On oh, Claremont. Claremont Village. Yeah. And so I drove. I was like, oh, I'll take the back way. And I took this back way. Beautiful homes back there, behind there. Right oh, by yeah. where they're building. Um, Lots of great mid-century houses. Yeah, that's there. an awesome neighborhood. By yeah. the country club. By the country club. I was more towards where they're building the new YMCA. Yeah. I was like right behind that. And I was like, wow, this place is awesome. Like beautiful hedges and things, finely manicured lawns. Yeah. And when you're, uh, when you're driving north on that street there, you can see like the water off in the distance yeah. and it's a cool little zone right there. We did a, when Garrett and I were doing real estate, we did an open house in that neighborhood 
And mm-hmm. I remember being having the same feeling. I was I didn't know this place existed. The houses in this neighborhood rule. Who would have thought? Yeah. Rucker Rucker Hill is the same way. Have There's so re- many little side streets. Yeah, when areas. you said you found a neighborhood, that's the first thing I wondered. Or if, Valley View. At the very yeah. top of Rucker Hill. It's you, you have to like turn into it, but there's like a you know, quote unquote newer. I think it was built in the nineties. There, there's like a big housing development up there that it's super easy to miss. But, uh, that, that's another one that I discovered in recent years. That's weird. No, weird. The Valley view neighborhood is the one that gets me. Oh yeah. That one's kind of a trip. It's like only one, one way one, in and out, one way in, one way out. They're going to be m- messed up in the case of an earthquake. Have you ever been over there, Henry? No, I don't know where this is. It's off like 75th street over Broadway. You ever drive over I five. Yeah. yeah, I have been there. Great views over there to the east looking out at the mountains. But the only way in and out is over that bridge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, they're screwed. Yeah. They better get their preparedness bag. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could drive down through like little Larimer and probably have to go off some pretty big hills to get down there. But Oh yes. Yes. I think I've, I've wound out there, wound up there by accident. Because I do like driving Lowell Larimer often at night. That's a cool night drive. But there's on. not legit roads, though, that go through Lowell I don't Larimer. think so. You're I saying if have... you had to, like, off-road it yeah. and oh, okay. drive through then some probably, farmland or something. I must something. have ended up somewhere else. And I don't know. Probably over by uh, unincorporated Everett. Yeah, there are, there are some neighborhoods you can get into off, off Lowell Larimer over there. But uh, Anyways. Uh, yeah, two last <laughs> things I want to wrap up before we uh, move off this segment. Have either one of you two been to the new Billiards place or the new Ramen place, both on Colby? I haven't, but they're both definitely on the list. Yes, we haven't either. We want to do Living Ever TVs there. I actually called um, Botan Ramen, and they said that they weren't ready for us, which is totally rad. Um, yeah. I do appreciate that. And then Golden Fleece doesn't have drink or food yet, and I think we're going to go there after that is in place we I know, get the uh, full experience we got a one of our writers krista porter is going to be doing an article on uh, golden fleece billiards as well i want and we haven't discussed this at all i'm just thinking off the top of the dome i think it'd be really cool for living over tv if krista came with us and then just destroyed us at pool yeah because she she's a <laughs> she's a pool shark right here she is yeah. she wins a lot of free drinks she so shows watch, how it's done watch out when krista porter is running the table yeah, that's awesome so, yeah it's cool seeing uh these new businesses open up on Colby. Yeah. Totally. It's exciting. So, yeah. Totally. Have you been to either yet, Tyler? Nope. I met the owner of Golden Fleece at an event last week, the one that Cassie Franklin, when she was speaking at Black Lab. Uh, I met her. I, met, I met the owner at that, and really nice guy. He did say, you know, we talked about Living Everett, and he's like, yeah, come in once we're, like, more set up. Right. So, yeah, it'll be cool. Totally. It does sound like he's going to have more than just pool too. Like it's going to be, I don't know. There's going to be like pop a shot and shuffleboard and some arcade games and things like that. I think it's going to be man. Uh, Dave and Buster's. I don't (laughs) know. Right. Dude, bring it. Golden fleece owners. If you're listening, if you need help with what kind of arcade games will bring you money and tournaments and myself sitting there every single day, just hit me up. Henry at at, uh, (laughs) mealtimecreativeco.com. I will curate the best uh, arcade experience. What would they be? Uh, definitely Street Fighter. You would have to have some fighting games in there. So whatever the newest Time street, crisis. street Fighter is, got to have Time Crisis, but one of the guns has to be broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to have Daytona USA. Yeah. And you have yeah. to have four of them in a row. 
one the wheel only turns to yeah, the left yeah, yeah, yeah. and so if you use that one you're just absolutely cruising the usa uh, uh no nah, that one sucks what, i never like cruising what USA. about area 51 nah if you're gonna have time house crisis, of the dead house of the dead yeah all of okay, these are sega it. arcade okay. games <laughs> okay <laughs> except for street fighter okay. but you could honestly if that place did have arcade games you would get the tournament scene coming in and that's that's some money for sure it'd be really cool to to start running arcade tournaments up here there's nowhere to do it. So yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what all they bring in there. So me too. Wait, well, hey, how is your life in Everett? Drop us a line through social media or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So uh, Henry, what is your event pick of the week? Well. I noticed that KSCR at the co-op is beginning again, something that I put together uh, during my my tenure at KSCR with with the co-op. I'm glad that it's still going strong. The Winterlings are playing. Um, I've heard of them. I may have seen them once or twice. I've I've heard them. They're good. I think the singer's name is Wolf in the Winterlings. We played a show with them once. I'm pretty sure it's the Winterlings. And he introduced himself and he said, hello, I'm Wolf. That's pretty cool. And I was like, Hey, Wolf, I'm Shark. <laughs> and it was a pretty funny joke. We kind of, yeah. Nice. Well, they are, they do play around a lot. They're a popular band, and you can see them up close and personal Wednesday at 6 p.m. It's kid friendly, it's free. That's the other cool thing about it. So um, I will say, pro tip last KSR at the, at the co op I went to was for my bandmate, Martin Adams, and I was starving. And so I got a sandwich from the co-op oh, deli great and, I, and I ate it while he was playing and I tried to be like as like civil as I possibly could with a sloppy sandwich and uh, Martin called me out and I felt really bad so get there early if you're hungry and eat the sandwich before the band goes on that's so dumb why would you call someone out for eating a sandwich during your set because it's Martin Adams yeah, from Oliver L. Farming that's your how dare you eat during my set I think he was like is the sandwich good? And I was like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I had like bacon hanging out of my mouth. It was, it was awful. He, he got me real good. <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> no, Martin, uh, Martin is fantastic. <laughs> Martin's not a jerk. He also listens to the podcast every single week. Yeah. Well, what a guy. If he were to, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to eat a sandwich. I think it's a jerk move to call you out while you're eating a sandwich and embarrass you in front of all those people. <laughs> it was, it was Should've. all people I knew. That's, that's, that's the type of thing you got to do to your friends though. I mean, come on. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I think so. Would he have been a true friend if he didn't call you out for eating the sandwich? I mean, yes. I don't know. It didn't bother me, but I'm saying like if I didn't know the band and that happened to me, I would, I would be, I'd be pretty embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. embarrassed. Okay. What do you yeah, got going on, true. Tyler? I'm also going to go to a local show. I'm going to go to the Sylvie show at Black Lab. It's Thursday, 7 p.m. Uh, Sarah Feinberg is the front woman of Sylvie. I play in her other band, Tellers. And I cannot believe that Calvin Johnson and Carl Blau and Sarah are all playing a show together. So Calvin Johnson is the founder of K Records from Olympia. Um, I grew up listening to Calvin Johnson, particularly his project called The Halo Benders with Doug Marsh um, from Built to Spill. And Carl Blau, he moved to Philly recently and he's back in town for the show. I love Carl Blau. Um, yeah, it's Thursday, 7 p.m. at Black Lab. I can't believe that that lineup is happening in Everett. Also, K Records was instrumental in the um, 
and the the riot girl i'm using big air quotes riot girl movement so bikini kill uh i believe slater kinney was a part of that bratmobile all that stuff was all under under the k banner so yeah beat happening with yep. k records early early modest mouse like before they ever released anything that you can still find those were done on k records mm-hmm. sad happy sucker no that wasn't that was uh <laughs> that's their only old yeah, album i know yeah I'm sure some of those demos or something were made around that time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Phil Alvram was a, the microphones was a K records project, all of that. So pretty big deal. Pretty, pretty big deal to have a Calvin Johnson and Everett. Very cool. Yeah. I just might have to check that out on Thursday. Uh, let's see going on, on Friday, I think. Yes. Friday outdoor movie for free. Uh, the park at Silver Lake good old Thornton A. Sullivan Park. Uh, they're going to be playing The Incredibles 2, uh, which I, I haven't. I saw number one. It was pretty darn good. I haven't seen number two yet. My niece and nephew have been raving about it like crazy. Um, so yeah, free movie outdoors. They also have some pre-movie entertainment. Uh, they do have a, a snacks there if you want to bring some cash for that. Uh, kid-friendly, of course. Uh, yeah, once again, that is Friday at uh, 7.30. Go check out The Incredibles 2. Well, that's what we picked out for this week. For more details and to get the weekly goodness sent directly to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinever.com slash subscribe, and we'll be right back with Garrett's trivia questions. Well, hey, guys, we are looking for volunteers for the Everett Food Truck Festival and Yum Run coming up on Saturday, August 24th. It's going to be a super fun day. Even if you're not going to volunteer, definitely mark your calendar. Come on out. Uh, We're looking for volunteers, particularly for the 5K run. We need some of you fine folks to come and cheer on everybody running. You'll get a a food hat, one of the commemorative T-shirts. We'll give you a sign with a big arrow to point people the right direction. And uh, you can just cheer them on. It's going to be fun. Just be a couple hour commitment. If you're interested in helping us out, just go to everettfoodtruckfestival.com and click on the volunteer button right there on the page. We'd, we'd love for you to come on out. Give us a hand. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention, if you volunteer, you'll also get a, a meal voucher for a free meal from the Food Truck Festival. So once again, everettfoodtruckfestival.com if you want to volunteer. And if you don't want to volunteer, then uh, come anyways. It's going to be fun. We ran out of trivia questions from uh, our previous rounds that were provided to us by our gracious partners. Uh, So I came up with a few trivia questions of my own that I'll ask uh, to you both, Tyler and Henry. I will say before we get started that I'm nervous because I've asked all the trivia questions for I don't know how many months. And I feel like like this is going to be some sort of like like, uh, punishment or something for all the the abuse. You'll probably dished win. out. You're smarter than me. I, well, we'll see. These I are know. just a few. I don't even know what these are. Are these Everett-centric? Or these? these are Everett-centric. Definitely okay. sticking mm. with the Everett-centric theme. But I'm not doing multiple choice, though. I feel like that would make them too obvious. I want, wow. to, I want to put you guys to the test here. Alrighty. Okay. Um, and I feel like you should write down your answers. This first question I thought of while I was uh, walking down Hoyt Avenue, believe it or not. If you're walking down Hoyt Avenue, you may see a parking lot where the parking spaces are labeled for parking for one of two places, either coast or the other one is the parking spaces are labeled RRR. It just has three R's on the parking space. What do, what do those R's stand for? Oh man. RRR. Parking lot off of Hoyt Avenue. 
Tyler's writing over there. I know. I don't. Henry's I don't thinking. Know. I have no idea. I got it. No, no, no. Come on. You got to guess. Starts at three R's. I, I really don't I, know. I would venture to guess this might be the only business in Everett that is three R's. I have no idea, but. I still don't know it. Ralph's Ruth. No. What did you write down? Rubitino Refuse Removal. You got it. Oh, ding, ding. Oh, Rubitino. Okay. I'm going to get slept. I know it. <laughs> when, I, when I got my very first job at uh, Everett Community College doing landscaping when I was 15, like the head gardener would always talk about when Rubitino was going to be here. And I always thought that was like the garbage truck driver's like name. It was just a guy. I, I was like, oh, he knows this guy really well. They're on like a first name basis. Rubitino. Like, this guy, Rubitino. And then I finally realized like that was the company name on the dumpster. I'm like, oh, that's the garbage truck. Gosh, service. that would have been so okay. embarrassing if he would have pulled up and hopped out of the truck. He'd be like, what's up, Rubitino? How you doing? <laughs> um, okay. Next, right. next question. Who was the literal father of Everett? When we're talking city of Everett, Washington, Mr. Everett, it was the city of Everett was named after someone whose name was literally Everett. Who was their father? Okay. Let me think about this. Who was their father? Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. it. (laughs) Henry doesn't look quite as confident. Okay. Maybe I should have made these. It's one of the founding fathers and there's, all right. It's a father of the one of the founding fathers. It's I, the son of one of the founding the fathers. Son, yes. I think I, I think I know. I don't know. I'm gonna I say write write down your guess. But it's in my brain. We'll put it. I know it. Your brain on the paper. All right. If it's in your brain, then okay. you got to say it first because I wrote mine down. I'm gonna go with Rucker. I'm gonna go with Hewitt. It was Colby. Oh, man, I knew it was like. What do we have? Like four choices. Okay. Yeah, right. What street? What street name is it? So, um, yeah, Charles Colby was the literal father of Everett. Okay. Next question. Who was the figurative father of Everett? There's two acceptable answers for this. Uh, if you get the last name, I suppose I'll give it to you, but the first name's obviously going to get you extra brownie points. And when I say who was the figurative father of Everett, this is someone, there's two answers I'll accept. They're people who were the most known and were have been referred to in the history books. Okay. It's the okay. father. I got it. I'm going to go with Rucker again. I'm going to go with Colgate Hoyt. We are going to have to give this half point to Henry. <laughs> yes. I got a half uh, point. Cause, uh, Wyatt Rucker, one of the Rucker brothers, uh, was said to be known and called the father of Everett. The other person who this is much debated uh, and who was also thought of as the father of Everett was Henry Hewitt. Ah, so that would have been the other acceptable answer. All right. Oh, I don't actually know. Was Hoyt's first name Colgate? Did I get that right? I believe it was, yeah. Yes. Okay, so when it's you said... a cool name. Super cool name. I would have said Henry Hewitt, but when you made the big deal, if you get the first name right, that's why. So you thought it was... You tried too hard. The name... Colgate, which is kind of an obscure name. That's how I ended up there. Henry Hewitt. I don't want to give away this business idea, but don't you think a a restaurant called Henry's on Hewitt Avenue would kill it? (laughs) Yeah, as long as I could eat there for free. (laughs) (laughs) It could be your restaurant. It could be be my restaurant. Yeah, that's all. That's what I've wanted to do my whole life. But why would it kill it? Just because, I mean, nobody, it's a bad idea, actually. You'd have to spend all this time giving context as to why it's called that. I'm not a fan of the food wouldn't be that good. The Hewitt crew, though. Yeah. All those guys bounced like 
the same year Everett was founded. So who's your crew? So the Rucker brothers, they were the only people with founding credits that stuck around at all. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I'm down with the Ruckers. You're down with the Ruckers. Yeah. Everything I've learned so far, I, I went, you know, I went through a binge a few months back and I was reading up everything I could about the Ruckers. Cause I was like, Hey, these are the founders that stayed. Like, that's pretty cool. I want to get Bill Rucker on the podcast. How many Freemasons are reptilian hybrids? Any, any of that kind of stuff going on? I don't know. Okay. Not that you would know about on your website. You got to (laughs) get a dig deeper. Yeah. Maybe again, 45 part YouTube series on this. (laughs) Hosted by George Nori. Yeah. Right. (laughs) What? I think, I think you guys uh, tie it on the trivia. I got a half point. Tyler won by a half point. I got a half point. I'm just glad that I didn't get shut out. I'm happy. We'll call it a draw. Hey, you want to help support Living Everett? You sure can. If you want to become a patron, you can donate as little as $1 per month and help us continue delivering positive stories and videos and podcasts and newsletters and all good things about Everett. Uh, if you want to learn more, head over to patreon.com slash live in Everett. Um, Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We also have a Patreon shout out. Oh, yes, we do indeed. Huge thanks to, uh, to Mella Grams. <laughs> Thank you so much for <laughs> signing up to become a patron. We really super duper appreciate it. I also apologize if I said your name wrong no seriously though super awesome thank you thank yes. you thank you uh thank you for hanging out on the live in every podcast if you enjoy the podcast please help others discover it as well by subscribing on apple Podcasts and spotify and leaving a review if you'd like to drop us a line you sure can podcast at live or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731 thanks for joining us today special thanks to all of ralph army for our theme music Good things happen in Everett because of you. So thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everyone. This is why we're Everett till the grave.